0: Neil Cruz is more than good enough to play in Pittsburgh. And I say that completely independent of whatever his competition might be on the big league roster. Good morning to you. Good Tuesday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Pirates. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or hockey. I also offer daily shots of Steelers and Penguins. Where you found this. Cruz homered, yet again. This time in the Pirates' 5-1 to victory over the Blue Jays yesterday in Dunedin. And this time, like his other spring homer, pitch was down and in. He went down to one knee, basically, and I don't want to say he golfed it, but he really got under it. And then it really took off, landing on a building that's well beyond right field at the Jay Stadium. At the same time, when I say yet again, I don't mean that he's got two spring homers. Year after year after year, the Pirates do really well in the home run category down in Florida, principally because they play in the windswept city of Bradenton. And year after year after year, some of us will fall for it and think that there's a bunch of home runs coming whenever the team comes north. And it doesn't materialize that way. This kid is different, and he is different in every regard. He has been hitting these kinds of home runs at every level of the system. Then when he came to Pittsburgh for that final weekend that was deemed by management to be a reward for the kind of year that he had, he hit one out of PNC Park, too. This is what he does. He has extraordinary power. He has the kind of power that when the scouts do their 20 to 80 scale, he's like an 85 or something. Yeah, he looks kind of wiry. 6 feet 7 and all that other stuff and he's got the this shorter bat which looks funny in and of itself as if he doesn't already look unusual enough up there but he gets the result and he gets it repeatedly and he gets it everywhere he goes including I should add Dunedin, where the wind was actually blowing in, and he still put it on a rooftop. I don't wish to insult anyone's intelligence and state that Cruz is immediately more qualified than anyone on the Pittsburgh roster to play the shortstop position, but he is. And I further don't want to insult anyone's intelligence by suggesting that this management team and this ownership group is always going to find a way to look out for spending, future spending, future holding of players' rights. And for the most part, I haven't had a problem with that over the years. They haven't had a lot of guys like this, and when they have, and they've taken those two extra months that allow you to keep the player for an additional year, I've thought of it as only fair considering most of baseball's system is weighed against them. Know what I mean? They have a chance to strike back a little bit. But this, this situation is different. And this player needs to be in St. Louis on opening day. North Shore Tavern, right across Federal Street from PNC Park. I should share with you that while I was in Bradenton last week, I did hear from multiple people that Cruz will not be on the big league roster when the Pirates come up. Now, I also know that these things don't get set into cement. And hopefully Ben Charrington is at least keeping an open mind. He really, really should because this year has a different set of guidelines. If a player makes it into the Rookie of the Year balloting among the finalists, the team employing that player gets rewarded with draft picks, with significant compensatory picks. This was part of the new labor agreement. And it was aimed at exactly this sort of situation where someone like, let's see recent history, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. with the Blue Jays was ready to come up way before Toronto promoted him. Why didn't they? It was this rule. They wanted to make sure they got an extra year. Chris Bryant from the Cubs, uh, It happens everywhere. It's not just the quote-unquote cheapskate owners or cheapskate teams that do this. The Yankees do it. The Dodgers do it. So hopefully, for the benefit of baseball as a whole, young players, really good young players, maybe even great young players, will have a chance to start their careers nice and early when they have a chance to run up big numbers and Chase after records. You want to see Fernando Tatis playing in San Diego when he's ready. Didn't matter that he was 20 years old. You want to see Juan Soto playing in Washington when he was 19, which he did and played quite well. There's no reason to hold these guys back. Baseball is the only sport in which this happens and happens specifically for a financial-slash-rights-holding reason. But even the rookie of the year and compensatory picks thing isn't enough for me to throw into the pirates' faces on this subject. Because the way I see it, I don't care how long they hold Cruz's rights. Because if Cruz is a great young talent, if he proves to be that in the majors, obviously he hasn't done that yet. But if he does, all I want to hear about Cruz and the Pirates is how they're working out a longer-term extension that buys into one or more of his free agency years. The same way they should be doing for Brian Reynolds, the same way they should be doing for Kibrian Hayes. It is the only way they can beat the system that they can't afford to join. But if they're not even doing that, when we come back, just one question. Welcome back. Today's J1Q comes from Rick, who says, Isn't it amazing how brainwashed Pirates fans have become? We're so used to hearing we can't do this and we can't do that, and we're a small market team, and we accept every excuse we hear without questioning. Instead of worrying about 2028, sign players like Cruz and Reynolds before they get to free agency. You know, Rick, I appreciated most of this. But I really don't buy the brainwashing thing. If anything, this is the most disgruntled, disillusioned fan base in all of professional sports. Fans that I hear from want this owner to sell. They want so much worse for him, actually. You no, know? it's it's a. Pretty tough, tough crowd. So the idea that anybody would have brainwashed anybody. Look, I, again, I get what you're saying here. And obviously, based on the first segment here today, I completely agree with you. The Pirates have the means to sign these young players to long term deals, and they should have the motivation. You want to talk about something that nobody ever discusses. I'll throw this at you. If O'Neal Cruz is a consistent 30 to 40 home run guy, and I'm going to repeat, I'm not getting ahead of myself because of a couple of spring moonshots, all right? This is based on his history, and it's purely hypothetical. But if he were to be that and he's got himself a personality. He's not super fluent in English, but he's really outgoing. He's, he's fun. His teammates like him. He's always smiling. If he were to become a pretty popular player on this city sports scene, how much would he make for the Pirates, regardless of what he's paid? Well, almost regardless of what he's paid. This is the kind of thing that you never hear anyone discussing. Athletes are, at their core, entertainers. Yeah, they're participating in competitions, but why are we going to watch? Watching because we get entertained. The great athletes entertain us all the more. What percentage of the Penguins' revenue do you think comes from having Sidney Crosby Evgeny Malkin. I'm just talking about his individuals, people who just develop fandom over guys. Same could be said for the Steelers, Ben Roethlisberger, T.J. Watt. How much money, how much of the Steelers' money do you think that those guys account for? I will maintain, and by the way, from everything I've heard, From the Pirates' front office themselves, they happen to share this stance that they're a much more profitable outfit if they win, if they have players that people want to see. Okay, so there, Rick, I'm with you. I don't need to wait to see when their arbitration rights are up in 2028. I want to see them signed. That doesn't mean you sign everybody who has a nice little streak, let alone a couple of good spring games. It means you take your time, you do your homework, you're patient, the way they are right now with Hayes in particular coming off of his wrist issue. But when you're sure, when your baseball people are sure that you've got someone who's a vital part of your franchise's future, you make every effort to sign that player. And I'll say it again at least a year or two into what would have been their free agency years. That's a winning approach. It's also eminently doable. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everyone listening to Daily Shot of Pirates, including those of you who are not brainwashed by the baseball Let's do it again tomorrow.